You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. Follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? Going well. How about yourself? Going well here. Also, we uh, had had a good conversation about your Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, yesterday, you told us that you would be getting to, to check them out in person later this week. So uh, maybe you've even done that by the time uh, folks are listening to this episode. We talked about the Steelers, the team you know best, Matt, and this is just Williamson Week on the uh, on the Locked On <laughs> Dynasty podcast because we're probably going to your your backup team, the 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 team you know uh, next best beyond the Steelers. It's the Cleveland Browns, uh, your your uh, former employer, now your division rival there in Pittsburgh, and just like the Steelers, this is a team that has shaken up their offense this off season. Yeah, yeah, these are the two teams that have actually wrote a check to Matt Williamson and the owner signed it and it cashed and then helped my family, you know, pay the electric bill. So there you have it. You know, my my stint as a Brown uh, loyalist wasn't nearly as long as a Steeler one, but they are a super interesting team. I mean, they have totally scrapped their passing game and just rebuilt it. You know, I mean, and so I think they're unbelievably interesting. And actually, I urge people. Last week, we had the host of Locked on Browns on, and we had a whole show about the Browns. So you should check that out if you're a Browns fan. That was on Williamson, uh, Peacock, uh, Peacock and Williamson. Williamson. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, nice. I should have mentioned that, right. Well, the Browns, as I said, made uh, a lot of changes, and it has to start with Deshaun Watson uh, acquiring him, or really in, in, in shocking fashion, giving him the fully guaranteed contract, uh, kind of coming from behind in, in a situation where – we were looking at uh, the the Falcons or the Panthers as, as teams that were interested in possibly close to acquiring Watson. Instead, it's the Browns. Um, still, still no Baker Mayfield resolution for this team. They've still got him on the roster. Uh, I don't know. We can we can get into that one. They also signed Jacoby Brissett, who I think is probably more important than many people or most people are talking about. Because we do still expect some type of um, some type of, of, of punishment, suspension for sure. Watson, likely coming this season. And if it's four, six, eight games, uh, Jacoby Brissett becomes very important, especially in uh, in Superflex Dynasty leagues, especially in in best ball leagues. If you're doing any of those underdog drafts right now or anything like that, Brissett is a player to look at. Uh, running back position mostly looks the same as last season. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Dearness Johnson. They found some nice depth in him last year. They also draft Jerome Ford, a kid that, that we like uh, or at least liked before he got buried on the Cleveland depth chart uh, from, from the University of Cincinnati. Wide receiver is shaken up. Uh, Jarvis Landry is gone. Amari Cooper is in. They also draft David Bell on day two. So it's Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Bell, uh, plus Anthony Schwartz, who they drafted a year ago. Maybe he gets a real chance this year. They franchise tagged 
David Njoku to keep him in town. Harrison Bryant is still there. They they dump Austin Hooper. Uh, so their tight end depth chart is basically down to two uh, that we care about. Changes at all four positions. Deshaun Watson, obviously the most important here, Matt. Yeah, 100%. So I, I guess real quick, I just want to give my quarterback thoughts here. And I have Watson as a sell but I think he's a phenomenal player. And my only logic behind it is new team didn't play at all last year. People forget these things. I mean, it's been a long time since he's played football and he's got a new environment to adjust to. And I just think the suspension, and this is a total hunch. No one's told me a thing is going to be harsh. I mean, I think it's going to be between six and 17 games. And therefore, Brissett, to me, is a buy in that I think he's going to start a substantial amount of games this year. And I've always been a fan of him as a, a real strong backup, no matter what. So, I mean, he's in super flexes anyway. But I, I think he's going to last in the league another six, seven, eight years in some capacity. And you're not going to mind rostering him even as a backup. And I also believe, and maybe by the time they listen to this, like this could happen any minute now. I think Baker's going to be a starter for either Carolina or Seattle. I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of his game. I've been critical of Mayfield. But from where those teams are now, he's an upgrade. Yeah, some still some questions and, uh, uh, with those two specific teams. And we've even heard reports over the last week or so that neither team is necessarily out on Baker Mayfield. Uh, so mm-hmm. maybe that goes uh, goes to what you're saying, gives some credence to your suggestion there that he lands with one of those teams. I was actually going to ask you if you thought there was any chance that Baker Mayfield could start games for the Browns no. this season. No, I, no. I agree. I agree. Just making yeah. sure. Just making sure. Yeah. Because, po- folks, for that to happen, Jacoby, Baker, and Deshaun are all going to have to sit down in the quarterback room and, you know, be all buddies. I, I don't even know that he's going to report to minicamp or anything. You know, I, I just don't see it. I think the bridges have burned. Yeah. Did you see the, the pictures of the Browns offense uh, on the beach training together? Baker Mayfield was nowhere to be seen. Didn't. You're right. We actually <laughs> he, talked about that on Peacock and Williamson that he, the uh, Sean, I guess, organized the, the activity and Baker didn't go. Yeah, weird. Weird how that would happen. <laughs> uh, we'll see if Baker Mayfield finds a new home. He's, he's not he's not the worst buy low. I mean, buy like right, dirt, right, right. dirt, dirt cheap right now. Getting out of Cleveland uh, is going to be a, a good thing for him. One of those fresh start situations. We are going to talk about our buys, our sells, and our holds from this Cleveland Browns roster. And it's going to be some more talk about Deshaun Watson, guys, because he is really the key to this Browns offense. We'll do that right after this. Hey, everyone. I want to tell you guys about Athletic Greens. I've taken a multivitamin every morning 30 years. I mean, my whole life. And I'm very conscious of that sort of thing. And I heard about Athletic Greens and I'm like, boy, if I add that with the multivitamin, I'm going to be in great shape. And I started a couple weeks ago and it's really been good. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, Athletic Greens has 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that, you know, really get your day started right. And I absolutely think I have 
definitely more energy, more spunk. You know, everything's just a little bit, you know, quicker to on, on the radio and you know, the way I talk and the way I react to things. And pull back the curtain a little bit. I've had some digestion issues in the past and not lately. I, I think that Athletic Greens has really solved that. So I highly recommend it to all you guys. I mean, anyone that's really into your health, definitely take a look at that. Um, the thing about it is you can, you can scoop it in basically with anything and it still tastes good. doesn't taste like, you know, some of these green drinks I've had in the past that are just hard to get down. By no means is it anything like that. Um, it also supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. As I mentioned, I think I've really noticed that. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best uh, best products based on the latest science with constant product alliterations and third-party testing. Again, I told you I'm a big multivitamin uh, guy and I have been forever. Well, this is even better. Uh, it costs you less than $3 a day. I mean, so it, it really makes a lot of sense, too. Um, go look at even like their reviews. I mean, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, including one from myself as well. Uh, they also donated over 1.2 million meals to kids in 2022. So it's really a good company. Again, just please check it out. Um, so right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into flu and cold season. Sure. Uh, it's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. I mean, I just take one while I'm surfing the net in the morning to see what went on in the football world. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network, all one word. That, again, that's athleticgreens.com NFL Network slash NFL Network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks so much. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Make sure you're also checking out our national Locked On Sports Today podcast, hosted by Peter Bukowski. All the news you need around the biggest stories in sports in less than 20 minutes every day. All right, Matt, we're talking Cleveland Browns today. Buys, sells, and holds when it comes to dynasty fantasy football. You've already said Deshaun Watson is your sell. I get it. I understand the reasons why. You laid it out pretty well. He's a buy for me. He's he's Mm -hmm. the guy I want, especially, uh, obviously, in those super flex leagues. The price is not going to be cheap. He's already uh, up to the quarterback 8 and 10 overall based on our recent Superflex ADP from DLF. Uh, so back up to that first round range. Did not take long for that to happen. Uh, you know, we talked about this. We've been talking about this situation for over a year, and we always put the caveat on there that uh, if if you just don't want this guy on your roster because of what he's been accused of, that is, that is an understandable point of view. Uh, it seems like a lot of people are giving up that point of view, though, now that uh, he's he's on a new team and it looks like he's going to play in, in 2022. He's He's got almost all of his value back. I understand that. And I don't fight you on it because, boy, is he good. And 
certainly his stock dipped and I'm in for buying stock low. One last thing I want to throw out about Watson, though, and again, this is just a, uh, no one's told me this, I'm not even suggesting it, but what we know about his off-the-field behavior, I wonder if this pattern is somewhat pathological, if it's true. If it's something that that's what he's into, and because if he gets busted again, is all oh, I'm yeah. saying, he's worth yeah. nothing. Yeah, that's that's true. You know, I mean, if he does something wrong again, you're right. Yeah, very very fair. Certainly a risky... Uh, a, a risky pick, you know, a, a, obviously as a first rounder mm-hmm. or a risky trade target, if you're giving up um, a lot for him and, and looking at these trades, the cost is, is pretty steep. Deshaun Watson for the 1.03, these are all super flex trades, the 1.03 and a 2023 first rounder. So two first rounders, one of them being a top three pick, at least one of them. Uh, that's that's an expensive price to pay. Another trade, Watson and a late third rounder for three first rounders. You get the 109 this year, a 23 first, a 24 first, plus you get Baker Mayfield. Uh, that's maybe a trade that, mm. the, that the Browns wish they had pulled off, getting ba- Baker Mayfield <laughs> out of town when they acquire... Uh, when they acquired Watson. But uh, basically, three first plus Baker for Watson. What do you think of those two trades? Well, the one thing I like about the Deshaun side in these is I don't like the beginning of this rookie draft. Like 1.03 this year is worse than 1.03 most years to me. So I I think those are fair. And in Superflex, I'd rather have Watson than next year's first in 1.03. Deshaun Watson for Saquon Barkley and Matt Corral. I want Watson there still. You? Yeah. Easily, easily. And the lot. La- I mean, we're, we're talking Superflex uh, yep, still, right? All, yeah. all these are from actual yeah, yeah, yeah. Superflex Dynasty Leagues. Last one, Watson and Christian McCaffrey for Jalen Hurts, Deontay Johnson, a guy we talked a lot about yesterday, and the 1.07. Uh, I think it's pretty easy to say you want Watson over Hurts. You want McCaffrey yep. over Deontay in, in almost every case. And then the 1.07 is supposed to bridge both of those gaps. It doesn't for me. Give me Watson and McCaffrey. Enough. 100%. Um, last note, I, I just hope I'm not sounding coarse and talking about his off-the-field life. I mean, if there's listeners out there that won't have this person on your team, I respect that to yep. no end. I'm not making any light or ignoring the damage he may have done to women in the past. I'm just talking football yeah. here. So just want everyone to realize yeah, that. That is, know? that is what we're here to do. It definitely uh, is yeah. difficult sometimes in situations like this, where you want to make sure you're keeping perspective, but uh, we're going to, we're going to stick to dynasty and fantasy football right now. And we'll see, uh, we'll see how the legal system uh, and the NFL's uh, legal system and, and disciplinary uh, policies, two different things. Right. And we'll see how those, two things play out. Matt, who is your buy? Who's the one player on this team that you're going out and targeting in dynasty leagues right now? Um, People's Jones. Mm, yeah. I think there's a lot of ability there. I, I just envision Watson extending plays and this big, strong, fast guy taking it upfield and, you know, give him an extra second to uncover. Uh, I thought that he showed some good things last year and, certainly has breakout potential. We we really, you know, we like this new look Browns offense. We're excited about Watson and his potential impact on this team. 
But then you look at the receivers, and and even Amari Cooper is not not terribly expensive to get on your roster. But Peoples Jones, David mm-hmm. Bell, Anthony Schwartz are all uh, easily attainable in dynasty leagues and and new dynasty drafts. So I think uh, this this could certainly become another one of those offenses like the Chiefs, like the Chargers and Packers that we want we want pieces of. We want to take a shot on people's jones we want to pick up Mm -hmm. anthony schwartz in the in the last round of our dynasty startup to see what happens or or take david bell with that second rounder just to uh to to get a piece of this browns offense yeah i agree i mean especially we haven't also mentioned that they have a very good offensive line too like there's a lot of pieces of place absolutely Matt, when we come back, we'll talk about a player we would be trading off of this browns team a player to get rid of Hey everyone, let me tell you about betonline.net. They're your number one source for all your betting, stats, and sports info without question. Find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, the start of Major League Baseball season, all that good stuff. Uh, BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and much more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. It's the only place I use, that's for sure. Thanks so much. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make Locked On NFL your second listen. The schedule may be dark, but the NFL never stops, and neither does Locked On NFL. Get insights and opinions from hosts including Ross Jackson, Chris Carter, and Tony Wiggins plus local Locked On NFL host repping all 32 squads. There's no off-season for real fans, so make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NFL on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, who is your dynasty sell from the Cleveland Browns? Kareem Hunt. And Chubb is making good NFL running back money. Hunt is making good NFL running back money. The De- Ernest Johnson on a restricted tag is making two or three million dollars a year, too, as the number three guy here. And then they go out and draft Jerome Ford, a player I liked. I, I thought Ford would go even a little earlier in the NFL draft. And maybe I'm looking too much into it, but I don't know you'd make that Ford pick if you plan on playing paying Hunt and Chubb sort of top of the market prices in a, a, an interchangeable position to some degree. And I would think they pick Chubb over Hunt. That's just a hunch, although, you know, Hunt brings more in the passing game. But Hunt also, not to harp on off the field stuff, does not have the greatest history. And, you know, you're not going to get much for him for trade. A lot of teams aren't, don't want him on their team. So I think there's a case for Chubb and Hunt, but I would like to dump Hunt right now. Yeah, I think I kind of think the Browns would too, and uh, dump Hunt. I mean, and this mm-hmm. discussion came up a while ago. I can't honestly, I can't remember if it was with you on this podcast, Matt, or, or maybe on the DLF Dynasty podcast. But is there really much of a market out there for Kareem Hunt? Because when when he got so. reinstated, he signs with the Browns, and everybody, you know. Uh, Everybody was very surprised at that because obviously Nick Chubb was there and and had established himself as the starter and Kareem Hunt 
was not going to come in and, and claim that role. He, and he never has, although he's he's been part of that committee. And then when the contract expired and he had a chance to move on and, and be a free agent, he re-upped. He signed a new contract with the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. And the the same. And he's getting right. Older. He's getting older. There's not much of a running back market anyway. I mean, we saw Melvin Gordon uh, tuck tail and, and go back to Denver when, when he didn't have options. Mm-hmm. Um and same, you know, Rashad Penny stuck with his his same team or his previous team. So I don't know that there's there's really not much of a running back market in general. There certainly isn't for a 27, 28-year-old running back with some off-the-field history. I mean, I wonder if, if the Browns cut him, is it crazy to say that Kareem Hunt would not get a job? I think that's crazy. Okay. But I'm with you in terms of desirability around the league. You wouldn't assume that he would get a starting job, though, right? No. You know, yeah, like, I, I, I always bring it back to the Steelers. I'd let, you know, last night we talked about Steelers need a backup for Najee. Well, if Hunt becomes available, that's way better than anything they could do, but they're not going to sign him. Well, let's just say it this you way. Know what I mean? Let's just say it this way. Other than an injury game or, or stretch of games, Will Kareem Hunt? Will Kareem Hunt ever be at the top of a running back death chart in the NFL again? Hmm. I think I would I say lean no. towards a no. I think I would say. But if by well. chance they cut him or trade him for a fifth round pick to Atlanta or Houston, a team like that, he would beat out those guys. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Or Barkley moves on from the Giants next year. I, I don't know. I mean, I would lean towards no, though. My sell in this. Cleveland offense is the other member of the backfield that we really care about. It's mm-hmm. Nick Chubb. He's the RB 11, 26 overall. And, you know, listen to all uh, 16 of these team by team breakdowns by sales holds that we will do more likely than not. Mine's going to be a running back that I want to sell. I, that's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I'm, I, that's just how I value the position. Nick Chubb, we know he doesn't offer much in the uh, in the passing game or in the as a receiver, uh, and his upside is limited because of that. Might might be the best runner in the league. We've heard that plenty of times, but that doesn't convert to PPR fantasy points. <laughs> right, right. Some recent trades involving Nick Chubb. Chubb for Diggs. Give me Stefan Diggs. That's nuts. Uh, a few a few trades involving future first rounders. Chubb for a 2023 first. Eh, I'm, I think I'm keeping Chubb. Uh, maybe it depends on team. If I'm yeah, we, here, we gotta you know. we we need to see what those teams look like. If it's mm-hmm. if it's a late first, I'm keeping Chubb. But if it, if it even has a chance to be a non playoff first rounder, top five, top six pick. I would take the pick. There's another one, a first, a second, and and Nick Westbrook, Akine, some wide receiver depth there. Yeah, I'm I'm selling Nick Chubb. Uh, what about a player you're holding? Maybe one you're just kind of indifferent on or, or unsure about when it comes to his value. Yeah, one quick Chubb question for you. Okay. Because you know the Devi stuff a lot better than I do. Would you trade Chubb? For next year's draft class, rookie RB3, whoever you think that is. Uh, yeah, so right now, it, 
I think the top two are a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Top two are pretty well locked in. It looks like it's going to be Bijan Robinson from Texas and Jameer uh-huh. Gibbs from Alabama. Uh, just, just transferred to Alabama this off season. Those are presumed to be the, the top two Early running backs. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so I would say there's a little bit of a drop off after that and some, uh, you know, some different candidates on, on who that RB three might be could be somebody like Zach Evans, uh, former RB one in his recruiting class. Um, let's see, could be Tank Bigsby from Auburn, uh, Sean Tucker from uh, from Syracuse is a guy. Basically, there's there's several options that it could be. Uh, I think Zach Evans would would probably be the favorite right now. And yeah, I think I would trade. I would trade Chubb for that RB three in that class. That's a good question. That's that's right on the value. That's though. That's, that's it. I know. The, the, I knew what you were going to say about the top two. That's an easy one. That's why I made it three. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick on my holds, Ford for all the reasons we just talked about. Okay, I'm not hesitating to draft him in rookie drafts and just hold him and sit him and see what happens. Um, I can't quit the tight end sometimes. You know, I, I just. Ingram, even O.J. Howard, and the Joku, I think there's a chance they collectively are starting to hit their stride a little bit. So if I have him, I think he's somebody I can start, and they seem to like him, and he showed some flashes last year. In Joku, that is, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I was I was really hoping uh, David and Joku would, would get out of town, get away from that team and that and that uh, that crowd the depth chart, of course, that didn't happen. A little disappointed at first, but I think it's probably all worked out. Hooper's gone. Watson's here. Uh, upgrade to that passing offense. I'm with you. I would. Uh, I would. It's not bad. Yeah. If Njoku's not a hold, he's a buy, in my opinion. The guy I'm I'm just holding and and not quite sure which direction he's gonna go is Amari Cooper. He he's the wide receiver twenty three in our ADP forty nine overall. Uh, you look you know I kind of think about him and it's it's I guess somewhat ironic because these are two two, two of my dynasty crushes over the years, but I I'm kind of starting to compare him a little bit to Juju Smith Schuster when those two guys have had the chance to be the true wide receiver one on their team, it hasn't gone especially okay. well, right? right? right, right, right uh, maybe right, right. maybe they're more suited to be the second option. We were kind of starting to see that with, with C.D. Lamb in Dallas along with along with Amari. And now here he is in, in Cleveland, and he certainly looks like he's going to be the top option, top target for Watson. Hopefully that's good news for him, but I'm just not certain that it will be. Some trades involving Amari Cooper. Cooper for a second. A 2023 second rounder. I'm buying at that price. If, I'm if, buying that, yeah. yeah He's that's the number the one receiver on his team. You know, right, yeah. Cooper and a third for DJ Moore. Uh, I want the Moore side there. I'm on Moore side, yep, yep, yep. And then Cooper for Miles Sanders and a second. I'll probably keep the wide receiver in that one. So, trades kind of all over the place. And that's what we see with a player like Amari Cooper where the uh, the value is uncertain, unstable, and, and the opinions on the player are uh, certainly a mixed bag. He's probably just better just to hang on to him and start him and go from there. I mean, it's not like he's not without value. That, that's probably what I'm going to be doing. 
That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.